Is there not an entire section on this subject? No, yes. but I may have changed my mind in the meantime on that, so it's unfair. I may have I may have changed my mind about Mithra, for example. Is, is, your, is your book for sale about it? Yes, sir. What have you ever asked God for forgiveness? <laughs> I'm not sure I have. I just go and try and do a better job from there. I don't think so. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me. Hey everybody, welcome back to Let Me Tell You, episode 50. I am your host, the Evangelical Norm. You can see we've got our, <clears throat> excuse me, abortion counter up. So we will be talking about abortion today among other things. Um, so we'll jump right in. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's not coronavirus, I promise. Um, and it's not going to come through the microphone, so don't worry. You might want to use a little hand sanitizer when uh, pressing play, using your mouse, whatever. Um, no, for real. But that is the first thing we're going to talk about today. The coronavirus has gone mad. We talked a little bit about it last week. Again, we have made it through SARS, swine flu, bird flu, uh, um, now I'm drawing a blank, Ebola, all the things that were going to kill us. I mean, just all, every year there's some new flu or something that's going to come around that is going to kill everybody. And we make it through and it's not that big a deal and the media hypes it up. And that is really exactly what is going on with the coronavirus right now. This is being majorly hyped up by the media. And, you know, the funny thing is, is we, we picture of toilet paper. And apparently it's all over the place because you see these memes coming from Australia and every, people are going nuts and they're buying all the toilet paper and hand sanitizer. I understand hand sanitizer. That makes sense. Go buy hand sanitizer. Wash your filthy hands. That's, that is the key to avoiding the coronavirus. Um, good hygiene and, you know, let's not get like face to face with people who are coughing and so on. Um, but nobody seems to understand the whole thing about toilet paper. Everybody today was the joke at church all day long was, why are people buying toilet paper? I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to start selling toilet paper for three squares for a dollar. Here's the thing. First off, y'all. Of all the people that I talked to today that were like, well, I don't understand why people are buying toilet paper. Some of y'all are lying because with the amount of toilet paper that has been ripped off the shelves in this city alone, Costco's out, Walmart's out, Safeway's out or Smith's is out. You name it. They're out of toilet paper. Statistically, some of y'all went out and stocked up on toilet paper and hand sanitizer. But. <laughs> Again, I I don't know if it has to do with the coronavirus um, being named Corona and it's a Mexican beer and everybody's just assuming it's Montezuma's revenge is coming around. We need toilet paper. What, whatever it is, people have lost their stinking minds going out buying toilet paper. And some of y'all did it. You listening, watching right now, you did it. And then you were embarrassed to admit it. So we stock up on toilet paper all the time. 
I live in a house with one, two, three, four, five. I got to count them. I got to make sure. Five women, four of which are potty trained. <laughs> My three-year-old and the adults, uh, one of which is still in diapers, and so she doesn't count. She's not using toilet paper. We go through a lot of stinking toilet paper. 50% of my bathroom trips involve toilet paper. 100% of theirs do. So we always have toilet paper. I'm hoping we don't run out in the next week because some of y'all went out and cleared the shelves. But, again, this is, it's, it's a lot of, now don't hear me saying that coronavirus isn't serious. People are dying. Yes, they're, it's not to the extreme that they're making it seem, though. It really isn't. I guarantee you right now, there are people who have the coronavirus, COVID-19, COVID-19. Now, you're never going to get that out of your head because I read that on a meme today that you can say COVID-19 to the tune of Come On Eileen. Now, every time you read it, you can thank me. COVID-19. There are people out there that have COVID-19 and they have not gone to the doctor. They haven't been tested and they're getting over it just as if they had the, the cold or whatever. This is not going to kill everybody it touches, you know. But I am watching for reports out of, of Georgia for police officers in comas and stuff like that because you never know. It could be the beginning of The Walking Dead. This could be it. Rick Grimes might be in the hospital right now in the coma from his gunshot wound, and this is all the beginning. No. Stop it. Put down the toilet paper and slowly step away. Let the rest of us get some. It's not that big a deal. It really isn't. I am not I am in no ways concerned to catastrophic levels about the coronavirus. It's just really not that big of a deal. And again, two weeks down the road from now, it's gonna be the same Faded memory as the bird flu, as the swine flu, um, you know, H1N1, all the things that we had before. And uh, and it's just going to be, again, just a, a memory, just a faded memory. What was that? What was that Corona something that we we were so worried about? Um, yeah, it's like the 45th end of the world that I've survived and I'm almost 46 years old. So... There you have it. So, coronavirus, get your hand sanitizer, wash your filthy hands, don't concern yourself with a thousand rolls of toilet paper. It's not that big a deal. This is a bigger deal. <laughs> so, um, Super Tuesday came about and happened, and just before that, everybody in the Democratic race apparently dropped out and supported Joe Biden. And he rocked Super Tuesday. Uh, apparently, he just killed it. You know, did his his thing in in South Carolina and mashed it down in uh, uh, on Super Tuesday. So it is it's it's the Bernie Biden show for for the rest of the time through. Apparently, I guess Tulsi Gabbard is still in the race, um, but. Uh, I don't know. Was she ever in the race? Here's the deal. Here, <laughs> real talk. I would not be able to pick Tulsi Gabbard out of a lineup. And I watched some of the debates. 
I don't know that I ever saw the ones that she was in. And that's the big deal, though, is uh, they're not they're talking about not letting Tulsi Gabbard be in the next debate if she's still in the the um, in the the race, uh, which is weird. But, you know, okay then that's I don't run the Democrat Party. I'm not my baby, not my chair, not my problem. They can do whatever they want to do, and I'm okay with it. You know, if they want to make the rules, if they want to rig this thing to where Joe is their nominee, that's fine, because that's them. Let them do them. They can fight about it amongst themselves, but it's going to be some interesting uh, debates coming up, because one, I'm... I, I, I think I said it last week. I'm pretty sure I said it last week. I am fairly convinced that Joe Biden is on the beginning of Alzheimer's or some sort of dementia because dude has no idea where he is and just cannot, can't stop with the, and it's not even that they're gaffes anymore because again, I love Steve Dace and their definition of a gaff of uh, when, when you open your mouth and unexpectedly the truth comes out. These are these are beyond gaffes. These are not him letting the truth come out. This is him not having the mental capacity to know where he is, to formulate sentences, to say the things that he intends to say. Joe's got some problems. Serious, serious problems. I mean, what Joe is doing right now on and almost every campaign stop goes far beyond Trump and Kofefe. Right? And y'all lost your minds over that. But nobody seems to notice that, that, that Joe it thinks he's running for U.S. Senate, uh, doesn't know what state he's in, can't uh, complete the first three lines of the, uh, uh, well, um, you, you know the thing, right? What And then you, you got MSNBC throwing up their little math debacle um about (laughs) bloomberg and spending over 500 million dollars and he could give a million dollars to every american get a calculator people that's the reason why because you y'all are so bad at math i shouldn't say y'all because i don't know any single democrat that's watching or listening to this podcast but hey if you are y'all are so bad at math that this is why we are this close to having a, a Democratic nominee who's a socialist. Because somebody out there seems to think that 337 million goes into 500 million one million times. Try again, folks. Believe me, I'd be happy with my check for a buck fifty, but math is hard, right? So. We're, we're coming down to the wire. We're going to be, we're going to, there's, there's a convention coming up soon. One of these two rich, old, uh, mentally or, uh, physically unstable men is going to be the democratic nominee. And I guarantee you, and probably, well, I won't guarantee because this is the, this is 2020 world of, of, politics who knows what's going to happen but i'm fairly confident that either and 
we're just going to say it. Liz Warren is going to be somebody's vice presidential candidate. She's endeared herself to them enough, and and that's who they want to have in the the back seat when the person in the front seat runs the, runs the car into the wall and dies. Because here's something that, that this is not a threat. Do not say I threaten the future future Democratic presidential nominee. I'm I'm almost one hundred percent sure that either one of these men. Now, I don't think either one of them is going to win the presidency by any means. But one or both of these men in the next four years, we are going to be having a funeral for. And it's, it, it's going to be of, of natural causes that one of these guys, either they're going to have a heart attack, something. One of these, one of these two men, mark the tape, March 9th. 2020 with by March 9th, 2024, one of these two men is going to be eulogized and put into the ground. And had either one of them become president, we would be looking at president Elizabeth Warren, but neither one of them is going to be win. neither one of these guys can beat Trump. I mean, one, neither one of them, I would It's not going to happen. As much as I do not like Trump, I really wish we could have had a valid primary candidate against him. But, alas, not going to happen. I got to wait for 2024 for me to have my own uh, valid choice for president again. Hopefully, the Republicans put up somebody not... Uh, 70 going on seven, somebody with a slight little bit of maturity, because that's my problem with this president and the whole grab him by the woohoo stuff. And, and, you know, so it's going to be an interesting next uh, few months as we, uh, we get into, uh, democratic convention time and then general election uh, debates and so on. I, I can't say they won't be entertaining. If anything, they will absolutely be be entertaining. If not, definitely won't be informative, but they'll be absolutely entertaining. So that's what we have to look forward to and what we had to deal with this last week. And this is what is going to be the big thing we talk about. There was a huge pro-abortion rally outside the Supreme Court this week because the Supreme Court is hearing arguments dealing with a case in Louisiana, uh, a law that was passed that stated that in Louisiana, abortion doctors, in order to perform abortions, have to have admitting rights to local hospitals. This is just basic common sense that if a, uh, if a, an abortionist is, is in the process of murdering a baby and that something goes wrong with both baby and mother, that that mother be able to be admitted into a hospital for the care that this guy who's only trained to kill cannot give her. And if he doesn't have the ability to admit into hospitals, that care is uh, prolonged, uh, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, having a Joe Biden moment. Uh, excuse me. 
it is it's delayed for her and could cost her her life it is only common sense that any if you're going to call this this garbage healthcare if you're going to try to call murder healthcare then you would better make sure the healthcare facilities are up to the standards of what is actually healthcare this law is and again i'm i i I push back against incremental laws, but this is actually, this isn't just an incremental law for, for, to put an end to abortion that is going to end some, but, but allow, this is just a a good common sense law. If you're going to call yourself any kind of health clinic, you better live up to the codes that are required. I want Jayco in there, uh, accrediting these places and shutting them down, which the majority of them Remember Kermit Gosnell? Do not. You know, you've got Kermit Gosnell who had remains all over his own office. And then you have other doctors that are taking this. Almost, almost slipped up. Taking the stuff home with them. This is ridiculous. This is horrifying. The things that are happening in these abortion clinics. So this is a common sense law. But they pushed it up to the Supreme Court because it's it's inhibiting women's uh, ability to uh, access abortion. So where there, there was this huge rally and there was a whole bunch of just stupid stuff that was said during this rally. And so I took this, I, I stole this video uh, from Steve Day, so I got to give, give credit to... But this was the only place I could find where all of these little clips were all together in one place where I didn't have to try to myself go through and find 85 different YouTube videos and splice them together and so on. So thank you, Aaron McIntyre, for doing this work. Thanks, Steve Dace, for letting me steal this. I hope you guys guys don't throw up some any kind of copyright claim against me and make me take my video down. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just a, a, a little guy in, in Ogden, Utah that has 76 subscribers. So uh, be nice to, to the little guy. But I'm going to play a portion of this video for you. We're going to talk about bits and pieces. Then I'm going to talk about the entirety of one woman's one woman and, and her rant that you'll see a little bit of it in this video. And then we'll look at it in its entirety um, by itself and, and look at it. And I'm going to warn you now. Excuse me. Pardon me for the yawn. It happens every time, right? Um, language in the, the YouTube video that I'm going to show of this woman, not no language in, uh, it's all bleeped out in Aaron's video. So with that, let's take a look at uh, some of the stuff that was said at the abortion rally this week in uh, Washington, D.C. Go about my abortion or my periods or my experiences in childbirth my episiotomies my yeast infections i want to tell you gorsuch i want to tell you kavanaugh you have released the world i want to tell you gorsuch i want to tell you kavanaugh you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price okay so I, I have to cut it out every time to, to just stop it. So, um, and I apologize for that. It should have been queued up. I don't know why it wasn't. Had to fix that. So, uh, first off, Schumer literally threatening uh, Supreme Court justices. 
you've released a whirlwind, you're going to pay the price. Then, of course, he had to back that up uh, because he couldn't stand by those statements. And uh, it was just ridiculous in and of itself. So um, there was the first. And, and then here again, I thought men weren't supposed to have opinions on abortion. Why did, Why do you got dudes up there speaking at a pro-abortion rally when dudes aren't supposed to have opinions on abortion? Um, right? And I, I don't Next. But focus on my career. My, 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 are they obsessed with our bodies? And I have all of this. Okay. This is goofing up. It didn't give me everything that I wanted. Um, We're just going to stop. This last woman that was was screaming there, we're going to listen to her scream some more. Rashida Tlaib was up there apparently telling people that um, we're all obsessed with her body and we all want to have sex with her. No. No one wants to have sex with you, Rashida. Nobody. Nobody. Um, So we're going to jump into the YouTube thing here. Um, we're going to talk, this is Bussy Phillips, Buzzy, Busy, Busy, whatever. Um, woman wants to murder her kid so she could have all of her great stuff. Uh, YouTube video, Buzzy Phillips, and rant. Here I was, sitting in Los Angeles in my beautiful office of my own late night talk show. Soon I would be driving my hybrid car to my beautiful fucking home. Sorry about the language again. Um, Get the tone. This is not a woman who is happy in any way. This is, this is not, this is not empowerment. This is, this is anger. This is, um, this is demonic. Um, this is just, this is the, this is exactly what we've said. I'm, I'm going to let her keep going um, so we can really discuss this at the end. To kiss my two beautiful and healthy children and my husband who it's. As opposed to her third dead child, which would not be healthy at all the year off to parent so I could focus on my career yeah that's a dude that doesn't deserve the uh, the title husband and I have all of this all of it because 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 I was allowed bodily autonomy at 15. I will not be shamed in... All right, the rest of it is talking about periods and garbage and so on and whatnot. And this was the tone. You've got, you had one girl that was out there shouting about, where are my abortion providers at? Where is this? And then... And, and, this is this is literally the celebration of the murder of children. This is literally them cel- this woman is bragging about the fact that she sacrificed her child at the altar of career. She sacrificed her child at the altar of convenience. She sacrificed her child at the altar of 
what she wanted, right? Nowhere does she say that she, and again, being the victim of rape does not mean we, we punish the, the product of the crime. We punish the criminal. We put the rapist to death, not the rapist child. This case is not in any way going to threaten Roe v. Wade. Unfortunately, it's not. This is not going to be a case that leads to the overthrow of Roe v. Wade. And the other thing is, again, I'm not 100% convinced that uh, Gorsuch and Kavanaugh will be the justices that will give the vote to overturn Roe v. Wade. Remember, Roe v. Wade was decided by a seven to two, a seven conser- seven member, uh, seven conservative members Supreme Court. It was seven to two, and they were conservatives, conservatives that voted for that decided Roe v. Wade. And again. Here's the deal, and, and, and as we talk about this, there's a lot of things going on. Utah just passed a bill that would get rid of all abortion except for cases of, of rape and incest and blah, 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 which means it's not a pro-life bill. Um, but the whole tenet of, the, of the, the bill, it passed. Governor Herbert isn't sure if he's going to sign it or not, likely won't. Um, but this bill and stipulated in the bill is it would not go into effect until Roe v. Wade is overturned. So essentially, it's a, it's a pointless bill. It is it is fundraising fodder for the Republican Party who continue to tell us the lie that they are going to overturn or they are going to be pro-life when they are not. They are not doing anything pro-life. They are not doing anything to truly work towards the end of abortion because if they did, they would lose that cash cow for fundraising. This is, this is the dilemma. This is part of the reason why I'm no longer a Republican and the reason why I will never vote for a Democrat. As long as abortion is part of their platform, I will not because this is child murder. This is the, the murder of innocent children. And as we look, you know, the other, the other law that Utah is so proud of that they passed is that they are now requiring uh, abortion clinics to either to give the parents a, uh, a decision on, on how the remains are disposed of, either cremated or buried. And they, they, they have to do this. This is not a pro-life bill. This is this is a bill that says it's okay to kill these kids as long, and we just have to give them a proper uh, disposition. No, this is not pro-life bill, Utah. This is not pro-life anything. And this is where we've got to come to the realization that we are being lied to by the Republicans and the Democrats. I mean, at least the Democrats are a little bit more honest about how they feel about abortion. The heartless, demonic display that happened this week at this pro-life, uh, pro-choice rally is horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. You know, and again, I, every time I talk about abortion, I put this thing up here on the, on the thing. In the United States today, 176 children will die. 
you know, that statistically, you know, since you loaded this video, 2,072 children have been murdered worldwide since you loaded this video, since it started worldwide today, 8,177. You know, so far this year worldwide, 7 million children have already died. We are at 1,567,552,000 children have died since 1980. Um, and how many have died done this year due to rape and incest? 1,579. That is a less than 1% of the, the, the children that have been murdered in this country were due to rape or incest. So that means 99 point something percent of the babies that are being murdered in this country are done for majority reasons, just convenience. Convenience. They're being off, off, offered at the sacrifice of convenience, at the, at the sacrificed at the altar of convenience, sacrificed at the altar of career, sacrificed at the altar of education. Whatever you want to call it, whatever the reason, these babies are being murdered and there needs to be a stop put to it. And I wish I had the explanation of how. I wish I had the solution. The solution is to overturn Roe, which is pointless any, anyway. The solution is to get some states to stand up to the federal government and say, we will ban abortion in our state and we don't care what you say. Just like Colorado and, and Washington and Arizona and California with their recreational marijuana, while it's still illegal federally, they are saying we will smoke it in our states and we don't care what you say. But no one's willing to stand up to the government and say we are going to save babies in this, in this state and we don't care what you say. Governor Herbert, I'm looking at you, sir. You claim to be pro-life, act on it. Save the lives of babies in this state. And other than that, the only other way we're going to see lives changed and babies saved is by the preaching of the gospel. By people like us who, who are, are truly pro-life going out to the abortion mills and standing and begging those women not to murder their children, to tell them that we will adopt your baby, that we will help you with whatever it is we can help you with uh, through your pregnancy. Just please don't murder your child. And if you've already murdered your child, turn to Jesus Christ and repent. Because he can still forgive you for that sin. Otherwise, if you don't, you're going to find yourself in, in hell. And that is not what we want for you either. So if you can't get out to your, your abortion mill and, and stand out there and do it, pray for your, the people in your church that can. 
pray that God will raise up people in the church you can and pray for your, I hope you have a, pro, a pro-life governor or legislature or something, that they would actually stand up for the things that they claim to, to represent you in and act on those things and make your state or your city a sanctuary city for, for babies. It's happened in, in other places. It is happening now. There are cities that are saying, we will be a sanctuary city for these children. Make it happen in your community. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.